Hello, new creation. We're going to look at Philippians 3, 12 through 16 this week. You've already discerned in your communities this passage, but wanted to bring my two cents in, of course. And here Paul is coming off the heels of describing how he considers everything rubbish, dung, in comparison to knowing Jesus Christ. And he says, I am going to press on and give my all to attain the resurrection from the dead. And then in this verse, verse 12 he says, not that I've already obtained this, not that I've already attained the resurrection of the dead, that I've been formed into the image of Christ, or that I've already been made perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Good news, friends. There is a present and active love of God. The very love of God made possible by Christ Jesus, who has made you and me his very own people, his very own children. The love of God has made you his very own. And because of this, he is meeting you right where you are each and every day, inviting you to the beautiful effort of attaining the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He is making possible and meeting you with his love enabling you to expend the effort involved in cooperating with the grace of God and the salvation given to you each and every moment of your life. There is a question that we often have. Does Jesus matter in the in-between? Is salvation have anything to do with my life in between my baptism and my burial, my coming to faith in Jesus, and my going to be with him forever? Often the evangelical church in the Western world has focused on those two points in your life. And we have forgotten and neglected what it means to live for Jesus and to press on toward the goal in the in-between. God is at work in his love. Thomas Merton said this, we must learn to realize that the love of God seeks us in every situation and seeks our good. Paul here describes extreme amount of effort expended in his daily life to press on toward the goal of hearing God saying, well done, good and faithful servant, receive your reward. It would seem that while we don't earn our salvation, we do expend effort in attaining the promise that God has given to us freely.
Let me give you an example, I think, of what this might look like. I, uh, later in life, went back to school for some grad school, and I was pursuing two master's degrees. And I went, and not really knowing how I was going to pay for it necessarily, and I had applied for some scholarships, and I was awarded a full-ride scholarship academically for both master's degrees. It covered the cost of all the academic uh, instruction that I would receive to pursue that education, to pursue, receive two master's degrees. Now, I was I got that letter, I got that email that I the pay the price had been paid for me to go to school and to be formed and to be shaped by the content of what I would be learning, uh, scriptures and also uh, social work and sociological dynamics and all of these things. And I was awarded that. My education was provided and given to me, but that didn't mean that I was done expending effort. They weren't just giving me a diploma for free. They were inviting me into the process of learning for free. And so I still had to go to class. I still had to do my homework. I still had to prioritize my time and expend tremendous amounts of effort because they had chosen to make me a student free of cost. I was striving to make that a reality, to be a student and to press on toward the goal, to the upward call of the president of Baylor University, calling me to receive my degrees and to say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have completed the race these four years. And so the, it's very much similar. We are invited. We have been awarded by the grace of God. We have been given this free ride into the school of Jesus, to learn the way of Jesus, to be formed and shaped and nurtured in the love of Christ, to be like Jesus, to learn to imitate him, to respond to situations and to people as Jesus responded to people and situations. And we have one professor, and that is God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who is meeting us in every situation in life. Because the classroom and the curriculum is the very stuff of our life our daily existence. When I am feeding my kids breakfast, I am in the classroom of the upward call of Jesus Christ, learning to attain the resurrection from the dead. When I am at work and dealing with the frustrations and the joys of the challenges presented to me at work, I am in the classroom, I am the school, learning the ways of Jesus and my professor by the Spirit is there meeting me in those moments. When I am frustrated with my kids or when I experience a, a financial hardship or if I'm struggling with mental illness or I'm struggling to overcome and not succumb to addiction, I am in the school of the resurrection from the dead. And Jesus Christ, by his spirit, is my professor. He is meeting me in perfect love. 
in every situation, seeking my good. And we get to expend the effort to cooperate with that grace, to press on toward the goal of that upward call of Christ Jesus. So would you look for where Christ is meeting you in the daily mundane ways, in the daily situations of life. You are in the school of, of Jesus Christ, of the way of Jesus, and he has provided the full-ride scholarship. Will you cooperate with that work of God in your life each and every moment? Amen and amen. <laughs>